Hello, hello, everybody, and how are you doing on this amazing evening? I am so excited to have with us today this amazing international speaker and educator that is revolutionizing the way that we take in education and also changing the way that we view STEM education. She's the amazing Dr. Dr. Charlie, and she comes all the way from India to share with us what she is actually doing in order to revolutionize the way that we see education. So you know what time it is. It's not time for Netflix and chill. It's time for the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast. So go get your families, get a snack and sit down on the couch because you're in for a treat with our amazing feature guests all the way from India. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, coaches, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you and we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, this time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get started with your host, Coach Tina Ramsey. And just like that, we are back, but I am back with a friend. Yes, we have the amazing Dr. Charlie in the building. She is going to be talking with us about education, but she is just not any doctor. She has over 20 years of experience. She has dedicated her life to the promotion of child-centric activities organized um, education or oriented education. And she helps children from K to 12th grade. And she is revolutionizing the way that we look at STEM education. So without further ado, she's coming all the way in from the beautiful country of India. And we're ecstatic to bring her as on as a featured guest on the Tina Ramsey Show. Mrs. Dr. Shirley, welcome to the show. Hi, Tina. It's absolutely a pleasure to be on this platform today. I'm really excited and I'm really <laughs> looking forward to sharing my insights today. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, it is truly my pleasure to have you here because our time differences are so different for the fact that you're coming on at such a different hour. It's a little, it's late over here, but it's super early where you are. So I'm just excited yeah. that you're here. <laughs> that you're on here. But Dr. Charlie, I just want to go ahead and get right into it because I absolutely love, 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 love what you do. And right here within the United States, we're just starting to kind of get on with STEM and starting to hear more about STEM education. And you have really made a place, so many different accomplishments in regards to the STEM world. So what I want to know is, what is your views on the current education system of how the structure is? Shirley, 
Tina, what I feel is that uh, we have to understand the basic fact that our histories have changed, our geographies have changed. But sadly enough and unfortunately, our education system has not changed. It is still the same. In fact, it is the byproduct of the 19th century industrial revolution, which still promotes a one-size-fits-all educational structure. I would like to call it an industrial factory model of productivity, which treats the young learners as essentially the same, completely devoid of their individual passion, their individual talents, and their individual contributions, uh, creativity, innovations, whatever they have to contribute in this particular space. So this is a kind of a system which completely denies the fact that each and every child is born with a unique blueprint to create a unique difference in the world around them. So sadly enough, this is the case because uh, if you see our conventional educational norms force our young learners to metaphorically draw and color within the lines <laughs> yeah. that conform to comply and to compete. Where every single learner is given the same amount of time to learn the same thing in the same way and preferably on the same day. So it's no wonder that our uh, you know, little children and our young learners, they struggle under this decadent and obsolete education system to realize their true potential. So I feel there is an urgent need for reimagining education and learning, especially for the 21st century learners. There is a need for a paradigm shift from a too structured to rigid, and to organized education system to a more open, more productive, happy, fulfilling, and stress-free teaching learning ecosystem, which is the need of the art. That's my take on the current education system. Mm, listen, you have said so many amazing things just now. First of all, we're going to break this down. I 100% agree with you in regards to the way the educational system is set up as a one size fit all. And you brought out another amazing point about how the traditional school system is set up for industrial. Like, okay, you do this, you do that. You have to learn this at a certain time frame. But the real, the, uh, the reality of the matter is, is that children don't learn at the same time, the same thing, even if they're the same age, we have different intellectual ages versus our chronological age. We might be, a child might be 12 years old, but a child may not be learning on the 12 year old based on the geographic of what a child's supposed to learn at 12 years old, right? And so what I love about what you do is that STEM education actually helps the child find themselves and develop a love for learning. And when I introduce it to my children, it's hands-on. They can learn. They can, they can learn by moving around if they need kinetic learning. They can learn through visual. They can learn through, I mean, it's just amazing. So what I love what you do, like I want everyone to know that you are also the founding principal 
of Adamus World School. And it's a STEM World School. And it's the first STEM school. And you are one of the inspiring leaders of that school. So tell us a little bit about that, your role, and how we can all benefit from this. Because we know you're in India, but how can we benefit from this in the United States? Yeah. Uh, Tina, uh, before I answer this question, I would just like to tell you that, you know, uh, the situation of our current education system is almost the same all across the globe. And when I speak about reimagining education and learning for Generation Z, I mean, that is not particular or typical about my country, India, from where I belong to. So that is actually, uh, you know, relevant, uh, you know, to all places across the globe. It is the urgent need of the art. Well, coming to my role as the founder principal of STEM World School, which happens to be the first STEM school in West Bengal, and which was eventually awarded for being the second best international day school in the entire region of West Bengal by Education World in 2016. So, uh, well, yes, I had uh, been fortunate enough to set up that school right from the very beginning. And I had this conception in mind that you know, our 21st century learners, they need a completely different kind of an education system. Uh, the conventional education system is not going to work from them. It, it's not going to work for them. It's not going to cater to their needs and demands because, you know, the 21st century learners, their needs and demands are very, very different from, you know, the kinds of uh, learning needs or the kind of learning demands that we had when we were children. So I thought, uh, you know, that it was so very essential to hone and nurture the 21st century skill sets among our children. Skill sets such as critical thinking, mm -hmm. creativity, communication, collaboration, effective decision-making, rather fast decision-making, problem-solving, you know, so these are some of the skills that our 21st century uh, learners, they need. Rather than, you know, giving so much of importance to rote memorization and intelligence quotient. Also, I had always believed that, you know, significant research has proved that more than 80% of the success in your life, be it in your professional sphere or in your personal endeavor actually depends on your EQ, it depends on your emotional quotient and not on your intelligence quotient. In spite of that, our current education system gives so much of importance to intelligence quotient and neglects the emotional dimension, neglects the emotional quotient, which is the need of the art. I mean, it's so very important for our learners to understand and be self-aware of their own emotions, to self-regulate, to control and manage their emotions, and also to understand the emotions of the people around them in order to have effective social skills. So along with that, I always believed that learning becomes effective only when it is related to your real life experiences. Only when you can actually integrate the three eight, that is your head, your heart, and your hands. 
only then education becomes truly relevant. So, you know, with all the thought, I had actually set up the first STEM school in West Bengal to give that dimension to the 21st century learners where they can be exposed to a completely different dynamics of education, where they're not made to sit for, only made to sit for the standardized tests. You know, standardized tests are also something which are quite, uh, you know, prevalent across all sectors of education. But we have to understand standardized tests are mechanisms to test and to evaluate the child's or the learner's ability to conform and to comply. But it does not test your child's ability to create or to innovate. But every child is born with a unique blueprint. Every child is inherently born as a creative individual, as a curious individual. Our current education system actually kills the creativity. It actually hinders the inquisitive spirit of the children. It is our duty as progressive and futuristic educators to hone and nurture, you know, those creativity, those curious sparks in our mm -hmm. children with who with which they are actually gifted with by God. So that mm -hmm. is, you know, I've always believed this. And for the last 23 years, I have been doing my bit to reimagine education, to transform education in my, you know, in my little ways, of course. Mm -hmm. But then uh, this is something which I'm very, very passionate about. And uh, I'm sure that with a paradigm shift in the mindset, uh, it's, it's definitely going to happen. If not today, definitely tomorrow. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow, 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 wow. You really broke it down to those three H's, your, um, your head, heart, and hands. Wow. That was profound. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a small commercial break and we'll be back in a moment. For those of you who are just tuning in, I see all your comments and you are loving Dr. Charlie. I know I'm loving her too. <laughs> we're going to talk more about how she is revolutionizing education and talking about our Generation Z, what's going to happen with those children and how they learn. And so we'll be back in a moment. On this journey, I found myself on the road through personal pain and discovery. I found out that there were so many women and young girls who suffered just like me due to having a lack of information about our bodies. I knew then that it was up to me to help and share what I know. So I traveled on the road that has many ups and downs in order to empower and inform young girls that there is a better way. And I'm yet on this road again, which is very uncertain, but there are many bright moments along the way with inspiring the next young generation of ladies to take control of their bodies, health, and minds on this road. I find myself moved with compassion and empathy for the moms who just don't know. That's why I go to many places, near and far, to inspire, to educate, to empower the next generation of women and young girls to take complete control of our minds, our bodies, and our health.
And just like that, we are back. But like I said, I have our amazing international guest all the way from India, Dr. Charlie. And she's really breaking down how we can play an instrumental role in educating the Generation Z. So let's bring her back on. Welcome back to the show. So let's go ahead and finish this conversation. You said so many profound things before our commercial break in regards to the importance of how education the structure of our current educational system and how as educators it's up to us to change how this structure is because it's simply just not working (laughs) it's not working and how you are being revolutionary in the fact of you have the stem school it ranked number two. Um, you've been getting awards and everything like that in regards to understanding. You understand that the system is currently not working and you're making the opportunity for children to learn from their head, their heart, and using their hands and the importance of helping Generation Z. So I have a Generation Z. <laughs> so this is really hitting home for me. So tell me about what you think as educators, as teachers, what changing roles do they need to play in regards to shifting to this new form of education that truly will help these children? Yes. Uh, Tina, I feel that, uh, you know, amidst all the changes which have taken place in almost all the professions around the world, in the last one or two decades or so. There is still one profession which continues to attract a lot of love, a lot of prestige and respect. I'm talking about the teaching profession. You know, perhaps because uh, that is one profession which creates all the other professions in the world. And it's still in the hands of the teachers that the future of our nation, in fact, the future of our entire world lies. And they have enormous power, they have enormous, uh, you know, responsibility to impact and to bring about a lot of transformative changes. That's, uh, you know, that is something that I believe. Now, when I'm speaking about uh, the paradigm shift, the need for the paradigm shift from an orthodox, obsolete and redundant system of education to a more productive, fulfilling and a happy teach and learning ecosystem. Now, who is going to facilitate this shift? Definitely the teachers, the educators, you know, who are endowed with a lot of power and who are endowed with a lot of, you know, conscious responsibility to make this happen. So I feel that, you know, in order to do so, the teachers or the educators, firstly, they have to be self-motivated and lifelong learners themselves. They themselves have to be committed towards learning, unlearning, and relearning across all the significant phases of their life. I mean, it's not only, I mean, lifelong learning is not only something which is meant for our students or our children. We are the co-learners along with them as educators. So we also have to be equally devoted equally committed towards learning, unlearning, and relearning across all the significant phases of our lives. That is what I believe. Additionally, I think that 21st century teachers, they need a potent combination 
of two basic and essential things. One is that they need to have a beginner's mindset. So when I say beginner's mindset, what do I mean by that? A beginner's mindset is a kind of a mindset which is completely flexible, adaptable, and responsive towards all the new kinds of changes and all the new kinds of learnings that are happening around us. So we have to be completely responsive. We have to completely imbibe those positive changes that are happening around us. And in order to do that, we have to get rid of that particular stigma that we know it all. No, we don't. We are the beginners, right? We need to have the beginner's mindset. So that is one aspect. The second aspect is that along with the beginner's mindset, I feel that the 21st century teachers must have a challenging spirit, must have a questioning spirit, a challenging spirit to question and challenge almost everything around them that have become redundant, obsolete, and decadent. So only a potent combination of a beginner's mindset and a challenging spirit to question and challenge the status quo is something that is going to make the evolved and the transformative educators of tomorrow, and that is the 21st century teachers. Also here, Tina, I would like to mention that it is high time that we should realize that teaching is not a mechanical task of transferring knowledge and content from one person to another. No, it is not so. It is in fact one of the most creative and one of the most sophisticated professions in the world, which helps enable the young learners to emerge and evolve into their very best their highest, their truest, and their most authentic version of themselves. That is what teaching is. And it's high time that the teachers should realize that they have enormous power, they have enormous capability, and a conscious sense of responsibility in their hands to bring about this change, which is the need of the art. Mm. I love it. And the fact that I see it all clearly now as you was talking. I could just see all the pieces coming together, how this is really a shift into the new form of education and how we as educators first, we need to adapt, be flexible and continuous learners ourselves enjoy learning because your emotions is transferred through whoever you're talking to. If you're excited, like right now, you're excited, you're enthusiastic. I'm excited. I'm enthusiastic because I'm hearing your passion and it and it comes through. And so we as educators have to make sure that we convey that to our children in the classroom because what you said is so correct in the fact that teachers are really shaping the world. And so that is a very, very crucial thing and a big responsibility. And I love the fact how educators, teachers, and students are finally coming together to, to learn and to adjust our form of thinking in regards to education. So it's really a great time to be living with this new forge of education that's happening. And like you brought out to me, it's happening all over the world now. 
because all over the world, we have been into this industrialized education. And now we need to shift into STEM education and allow the heart, the, uh, the head, the heart, and the hands to come together with lifelong learners. Wow, I am loving, loving, loving this. And so how would you say, Dr. Um, Charlie, that we can prepare our young learners all over the world to face the challenges? Because we kind of talked about the challenges that, um, that we have in the 21st century. So what can we do? Yeah, we have a lot of things to do, in fact. <laughs> I think uh, we need to allow more time to the young learners, which they can effectively utilize in following their passion, their curiosity, creating, sharing, and experimenting with their new and novel ideas and thoughts. As educators, as well as as parents, mm -hmm. we first have to stop stigmatizing failures and mistakes. And we need to appreciate the fact that both failures as well as mistakes are essential components of an effective learning experience. We cannot go around penalizing our children for every single mistake and for every single failure that they encounter. We can't do that. And I strongly believe that uh, if we are really committed towards raising a generation of creative problem solvers, we must allow this particular generation, uh, you know, ample scope to pursue the three essential fields, and that is play, passion, and purpose. It is only a potent combination of play, passion, and purpose that can turn a person into truly creative. And in order to do that, we need to give a lot of leniency a lot of uh, you know opportunities we have to open a world of opportunities to our children i mean they are born with a lot of talents but a lot of talents that they are born with are actually uh, you know we are not able to understand or we are not able to tap into them so the problem lies with us the problem is not with them the problem is with us and i believe that today's generation of young learners they need to have a complete uh, sense of responsibility and ownership of their own learning. And in order to do that, in order to make it a visible reality, we must give them both choice as well as voice to help determine what, where, and how they would want to learn. So, you know, we know that COVID has actually accelerated a positive disruption in the field of education. It has brought about any time and anywhere learning. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to make that happen, I think we need to give that choice and voice to our young learners. Also, I would like to state that uh, as parents and educators, we have to immediately stop celebrating the board results, the mark sheets, the report cards, the score sheets, uh, the certificates, the degrees. We need to stop celebrating all that. And we need to realize that it's so very important to focus on the process rather than the outcome. The process mm -hmm. is more important than the result or the outcome. If we are really committed towards honing and nurturing the growth mindset in our children, if you want to do that, we keep on speaking in various platforms that we need to you know, develop the growth mindset in our learners. But how do we do that? 
we need to do that by stop focusing on the outcome and the result and bringing a lot of focus on the process because it is only through the process and by making a lot of mistakes and by encountering a lot of failures that a learner learns in an effective manner i mean we have also learned in similar ways right yes. so we have to be you know sensitive towards this mm. you have me speechless and i'm a person with a lot of words okay <laughs> okay so okay I love the fact that you mentioned how we need to start celebrating the processes instead of the outcome. And you, you're you right. We're more focused on the end result versus what it took them to get to that point. And you're correct as well in regards to as adults. That's how we learn. We don't do everything right all the time, but we learn from the failures and that's how we're able to overcome and it helps build that resilience that we don't give up. And so that first part is even more crucial than the outcome because if you don't get the processes, you will never get to the outcome. So I love that. We have to shift our mind and our mindset, the bigamist mindset. We have to change it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So Dr. Charlie, Please tell us about some of your accomplishments because you're a very, your resume is very impressive and the different things that you have accomplished and you have contributed. So tell us a little bit about that because I really want everyone, um, my audience within the United States to know the different things that you have been doing uh, in order to keep pushing this new narrative forward. Sure. So... As I told you, I'm a passionate academician with more than 23 years of experience in the education sector, a global thought leader, and an internationally acclaimed inspirational speaker as well. I have been the principal and founder principal of some of the reputed schools uh, in reputed international schools in India, and definitely to name a few, Adamus World School and STEM World School, the first STEM school in West Bengal, India. Uh, to be awarded as the second best international day school in the entire region of West Bengal by Education World in 2016. I'm extremely passionate about promotion of child-centric and activity-centric uh, education around the globe. I'm extremely passionate about that. And I strongly believe that the purpose of meaningful education is to help develop lifelong learners, creative thinkers, and responsible global citizens who are actually confidently equipped to face the challenges of the 21st century volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world. That is what I believe. Well, I have been the recipient of numerous awards and accolades, and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to God, I'm thankful to the universe for that. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely a lot of international recognitions as well, just to name a few. National Quality Excellence Award, Gem of India Award, National Education Leadership Award, and uh, to top all of them, World Peace Award as well. I have also been awarded uh, for being among top 50 women leaders in education industry in India and among the top 20 revolutionary education leaders of India. And very recently, I have been recognized among 99 uh, women achievers of India for the year 2021. Additionally, I'm associated with premier organizations uh, across the globe, uh, both in India as well as, you know, across the globe in senior advisory position. 
as in my current role as the director of school of education one of the premier universities of eastern india i'm committed to developing and nurturing the future teachers and the future researchers of the 21st century by endowing enjoying them with the ability of inspiring touching and impacting the lives of millions of people around them through the ennobling power of education Wow, 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 wow. And I know you're going to have more to come. But those of you uh, in the description of this video, we have her links where you can follow her on LinkedIn. You can follow her on social media to see what she's doing and also be able to learn more about what she speaks on in education. As you can hear and also see today, she is very passionate, Dr. Charlie is very passionate about education, and she is a force to be reckoned with in regards to really understanding what needs to be done right now in order to make sure that our future for our children is cemented, and it is centered around the way that they learn. It's not about us, it's about them, and she's very um, adamant on making sure that we as educators as parents, as teachers, we come together on this same narrative. So in closing, Dr. Charlie, what is your message for our beautiful Generation Z? <laughs> I have a very, very simple message for our Generation Z, which is very close to my heart. Mm -hmm. I think that we should uh, you know, immediately stop asking them this cliched question as to what would you like to become when you grow up? Do you want to become a doctor? Do you want to become an engineer? We need to stop asking these questions to them. And instead, start asking these questions that, what is that one problem that you would like to solve when you grow up, which would really create a lot of difference in the lives of the people around you? When we start asking these questions, these kind of questions, this actually helps our Generation Z to arrive at their purpose of life. And once they get their purpose of life, there is absolutely no one or nothing that can stop them from achieving their goals and their purpose in life. That is what I strongly believe because the world doesn't care how much you know, but the world definitely cares as to what you decide to do with what you know. And for that, it's so very important for all of us to understand why we are doing what we are doing why is very important the why gives you the purpose of your life the why actually helps you to recognize that why you are born on the space of the earth what is your purpose what is your contribution what is your gift so always keep on asking this question why till you arrive at a satisfactory answer that is what i believe and i, and I think uh, in conclusion i would just like to say in order to make all this happen, Tina, I believe that maybe we need, the time has come when we have to realize that maybe we need less of math, science, and academic literacy and more of emotional literacy. Maybe we need less of intelligence quotient and more of emotional quotient. Maybe we need less of cutthroat competition and more of cooperation and collaboration in order to, you know, make evolve the emerging 21st century learners into a holistic human being. That's a staggering point. That's a good theory. That, uh-huh. 
that is something to really ponder because hmm, that will make a good thesis. <laughs> that will make a great thesis. Okay. Um, yes. How would that become? Okay. You, you just have my mind just going a mile a minute because I'm like, whoa, that's a good thesis. But Dr. Charlie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And thank you so much for just bringing all of this up to the forefront in regards to what we can do as teachers, educators, and parents. Because all of this, we need to come, come together on the same page so that we can help Generation Z truly master why they are here and walk in their purpose. Because that's what we want them to do all in all. We want them to be well-rounded individuals that are truly walking in their purpose so that they can help impact the world with good. Because they'll be happy <laughs> at the end of the day. So thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for being a featured guest on the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. And do you have anything or any place where you would like our guests to follow or go to, uh, to see what you're doing? Do you have an event that you're speaking on or a book or anything like that that you would like to share with our audience before we go? Yeah, first of all, I would like to thank you immensely for inviting me on this platform. It had been a wonderful opportunity and it had been a wonderful experience interacting with such a kind of a person like you. I'm, not, I'm, I'm really, I'm really grateful and thankful to you as well. Well, in order to, uh, uh, you know, if any, anybody would like to reach out to me, let me tell you that I'm a very, very uh, active person on social media. So I'm very active on Facebook, quite active on LinkedIn as well as Instagram. So you can definitely follow me uh, and reach out to me on any of my social media handles. So that would be great. And yes, uh, it would be a wonderful uh, you know, experience interacting with like-minded people. I would love to do that. Oh, wonderful. And thank you so much. This interview has been so enlightening and just got me all excited now. It's late at night and I'm so excited. <laughs> Because I, I, just love, I just love education and I love when I am embarking, embarking on something new and innovative and something that is totally shifting the way that we see our life, but it's doing it for the better. And I can see what you're doing and just foresee all the amazing things that can happen as we get all the people, collect all the people together with the same mindset so that we can truly help Generation Z and going on forward. Because we're, we're basically creating a generation of lifelong learners, including the adults. We need to, we need to stop putting an expiration date on learning. We need to keep learning, keep growing. And so I just love it. So again, thank you so much for coming on. And you know, I'll be following you on social media too. <laughs> <laughs> that that will be my honor and my proud uh, privilege, Tina. It's, it's great to be connected with a person like you. Oh, I feel the exact same way about you. And sending all of my love to the beautiful country of India. Oh my goodness. I just love India. I have so many different... Uh, friends that's in India right now that I was able to meet on social media that are doing so many amazing things, learning your culture, learning what you do and how you do. And I'm just so happy to be able to share what you're doing on our platform over here in the United States. So it's truly my pleasure. It's truly my pleasure. <laughs> All right. Talk to you Thank later. You. Bye. Bye-bye. 
Okay, everyone, wasn't that amazing? I really want you to go follow Dr. Charlie. She has been, she is just so humble and modest. She has a whole lot more accolades and accomplishments that she hasn't mentioned. So make sure that you follow her and especially dealing with our children and how she is a forerunner in revolutionizing the way that STEM education is being not only within India, but it's she actually helps within the United States too with her school. So make sure to uh, connect, follow her on all social media to see what she's doing. And also when she's speaking on these various different stages, because she is a renowned public speaker, make sure that you're in the room because you so that you can learn some more information as parents, as educators, as teachers. So as always, we absolutely love bringing you amazing individuals from all over the world that are motivational and that is truly making a positive impact in the world. So as always, I want you to stay motivated and I want you to know that the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast, we got your back and we'll see you next time with another amazing guest. Stay tuned. Bye. To be a featured guest on our show, go to thetinaramseyshow.com. Come share, shine, and grow on the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. CTR Enterprises is a consulting service business created for entrepreneurs and startup businesses to provide them with beneficial assistance and coaching for business development. We help you build your online presence. We provide multiple networking opportunities. Do you want to become an author? Do you want to speak on stages? Do you want to be in magazines? Do you want to build your influence? We provide PR, branding, and social media marketing help. We have resources to help business owners grow. We have a community of business leaders ready to network. We provide homeschooling consulting for busy parents and business owners. We teach you how to start a TV show or podcast. We teach you how to monetize what you do from the comfort of your home. We help entrepreneurs maintain their health naturally as they scale up their businesses. CTR Enterprises is the one-stop shop for the wants and needs of today's entrepreneur. Visit our website today at www.coachtinaramsey.com. We are here to service you.